you know I think it's really helpful to just spend some time in quiet like we've just done and I want to encourage you to keep doing that and keep keep trying to bring that Sabbath and that peace time into your daily routine to just help create some space some space to listen some space to just take a moment from everything that's going on around you you know it's my pleasure to carry on our Sabbath series this morning I think we're on week four of looking at Sabbath and I've got a question for you that I want to try and unpack a little bit this morning and the question is this what is the purpose of the Sabbath you know we've talked about what we get from you know taking time of Sabbath we've talked about why it can sometimes be difficult to get times of Sabbath, but what is the purpose of it? What is the fundamental purpose? Why did God say, take time and put Sabbath into your life? Why is it so important? And I can answer this question in two words, but then I want to unpack those two words for you. And the two words for you, this is the purpose of Sabbath is a reminder. That's the first thing that it's for. The second thing that I believe Sabbath is for is it's a blessing. So we're going to unpack that a little bit this morning and look at why is Sabbath a reminder and why is Sabbath a blessing. And I think as we begin to understand that, it will help us to see the importance of it and to see why it's helpful to put it into our lives like we've talked about the previous weeks. So I'm going to read to you from Exodus 20 verses 8 to 11 in the NIV and it says this. Remember the Sabbath by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labour and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, now listen to this bit, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigners residing in your towns. We'll come back to it. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. And I think just from them few verses where God puts in why we should Sabbath and why it's important, when he gives that commandment, we can discover why Sabbath is there to remind us of things, but also why Sabbath is there as a blessing. So let's look at those reminders first. What is the reminder that Sabbath comes for? And I believe it's twofold. Firstly, the Sabbath is there to remind us who God is. So who is he? God is the creator. In the beginning, God made the world seven days, but on the seventh day, he didn't make any more. He had made it all. He rested. He took a Sabbath day from what he had been doing and it's a reminder that God is our creator that God created us not just to work but to rest as well and that was the purpose of what he did and if we're made in his image then we're made to not only work but to rest it's a reminder that God is our redeemer like I talked about a couple of weeks ago and if you missed it please go back and listen that we see the goodness of the creator in Sabbath that 
that there's goodness, that there's rest for us. But we also see the Redeemer in Sabbath because when we talk about Sabbath again in the Bible, not only is it in Genesis, but we find it again in Exodus where we've just read when the Israelites have been in captivity for hundreds of years and they're set free. And in those 10 commandments that they get, once they're set free, is the Sabbath. It's, it's a reminder that God has redeemed them from those who had them in slavery. It's a reminder that they can have a day of rest. They no longer have to be slaves. They no longer have to live under that anymore, but they are free. It is a reminder of who God is, that he is the creator, that he is the redeemer, that he removes all your oppression. We go back to that message I did about restlessness. And if you missed it, go back and listen, because it is a great message to help release you from the things that maybe bind you. It's not just about that, though. It's also about reminding us who we worship and who we gather for. Now, we may be gathering in a different way at the moment, but we are still gathering around the word. We are still gathering together in different formats and worshipping God. And it's reminding us, Sabbath is there to remind us, who do we take this moment for? Who do we gather for? Who do we worship? And it's a reminder of who God is and also teaching us to focus upon him and not on everything that's going on around us. Because on those days that we work and toil, we're focused on what we've got to do. We're focused on the kids. We're focused on a job. We're focused on everything that's going on in the world. But on that day that we take a moment to focus on God, we lay all those things aside and our focus changes. It also reminds us that we're following him, that we're going after him, that we're not going after the things of this world. So Sabbath is there as a reminder that God is the creator. God is the redeemer, that we follow him, but also that he is the reason why we come together he is our focus and it's also reminded that we have rest and refreshing in him we have peace we have restoration and we have fulfillment in him and sabbath allows us that time to rest to refocus and to fix our eyes on jesus away from everything else that is pulling us from this world away from everything that wants to take our focus sabbath gives us that time to remind us who god is and who he is to us. So let's carry on. So Sabbath is there to remind us who God is. And like I've just said, Sabbath is to remind you who you are too. You know, I said we would go back to a, a verse that I read in Exodus and it's verse 10. And it says that, you know, you'll take a Sabbath day and you won't do any work, but neither will your son or daughter. Neither will your male or female servant, neither will your animals or any foreigners residing amongst you. You know, Sabbath is to remind you that you're free. Sabbath is to remind you that you're not bound by your gender. You're not bound by your status. You're not bound by your postcode. You're not bound by your ethnicity, where you come from. It has no limit on you in the kingdom of God. And there have been times in the past where the church has not, not made a good example of this. But I'm here to say to you this morning that in God, your gender, your ethnicity, your status has no bearing in him and in him there is sabbath for you there is rest for you god didn't just make the sabbath for the men or for the israelites for a particular nation or person or 
God made Sabbath for everyone. It was all encompassing. So in God, there is freedom. In God, there is liberty. And in God, there is rest for you, no matter who you are or where you are from. So Sabbath is there as a reminder of that. And so often we can miss these parts of the Bible because we're like, oh, that's just about the Sabbath. No, it's actually about equality. It's actually about the freedom that we should have in Christ, that we should display as a church come on church we just need to keep working more towards looking after each other loving each other and bearing with one another and holding each other up in high esteem no matter where we're from no matter what we look like and no matter what gender we have sabbath is to remind you that you're free but sabbath is also to remind you and i'm going to come on to this a bit later but that you're blessed you're blessed how often do we forget that we're blessed Maybe we look in the cupboard and we think, oh, you know, I'm running out of food this month. Maybe we look in our wardrobe and we think, I haven't got, you know, the latest trends. Maybe, you know, we look at what we have, where we work, what car we drive, what phone we have. And we think, oh, you know, I I, I don't have everything I want. Maybe we look at where we go on holiday. Maybe we look at many things and think, I wished I had more. And so often we miss that we are blessed. We forget the blessings that we have because our eyes are fixed on the things that the world says are blessings. And that's why Sabbath's so important, like I said before, to remind us, to refocus ourselves that actually the things of this world are not the things that bless us, but the things of God are the things that bless us. The peace, the love, the joy, the generosity that comes from God, the stillness in the spirit that comes the unshakable faith that we have in him, despite our circumstances, despite what's going on around us, that we have all those things. We are blessed in and through him. And yet how often do we forget? How often is our focus shifted elsewhere? And we forget how blessed we are. Wherever you are this morning, just say, I am blessed. We are blessed beyond measure. We have a God who is the God of more than enough and he has more than enough for you and for me today where we're at. You know, my nan, as I was growing up, she lived till she was 95. She was an amazing woman and um, one of the things she did as she as she got older was she, she tended to forget her names and she would work her way through people in the family Ruth, Val, Jeff, Raymond and it didn't matter whether you were a boy or a girl she would just work her way through every name that she could think of who belonged to our family until eventually she got to Sarah and I used to think dear Nan just don't you know my name please I have enough issues with my name as it is my parents didn't put a H on the end of it I get called Sarah I get called all sorts of things my name is Sarah please Nan know my name and yet she would call us all these sorts of names and it used to really frustrate me and yet now I find myself doing it I find myself actually calling Grace and Olivia, Grace and Olivia, and sometimes they get called the dog's name as well, Because, but the dogs are female, so I'm, I'm not quite as far gone as my nan was, but we forget, and the reason I think we forget, yes, yeah, sometimes it is old age, but sometimes it's because we're not actually focused on what we're doing or what we're saying. Our mind is rushing on ahead. I'm so guilty of this. My mind goes a million miles an hour, and I will miss what's going on in the moment. I will miss the blessing of the moment because I'm already over there. I will miss who I'm talking to because I'm trying to get it out that quickly, what I'm trying to say, and not actually focus on that person who is more important than what I'm trying to say. Slow down. 
come back to where we are and realise and remember the blessing of those around us, of the circumstances that we do have, of the goodness that is going on and of the God that we serve who loves us. So I just want to say a few more things to you this morning. The first one is this, what did Jesus do on the Sabbath? And I think this is really crucial. If we can understand that Jesus lived a different Sabbath, then it helps to unravel the purpose of the Sabbath. And I'm going to go through a list of things that Jesus did on the Sabbath day while he walked on the earth. And I'll give you the scripture reference. I'm going to go quick. So you're either going to have to watch it back or scribble it down quick. And then you can go and check them out and tell me which ones I've got wrong later. So this is a list of things that Jesus did on a Sabbath day while he walked on the earth. He did teaching and reading of scripture. So if you go Mark 1, 21 and Luke 4, 16, Jesus read scripture and he taught. He healed in people's homes. So in Mark 1, 29, he healed Simon's mother-in-law. In Luke 14, verse 1, he healed a man in a Pharisee's home. He healed in people's homes. The next thing he did, he, he took time out on himself. He spent time alone on the Sabbath day. In Mark 1.35, we see him in a solitary place. Another thing that he did, and very controversially, healing in a public place. It got him into trouble. John 5.1-15 and John 9.39, he healed in a public place. Something else that he did on the Sabbath is he walked with his disciples. Matthew 12, 1, Mark 2, 27 and Luke 6, 1 to 2. He walked with his disciples. He went for a walk. How many of us enjoy going for a walk? I know I do. Something else he did on the Sabbath was healing in the synagogue. I'm not sure whether that was worse or not than healing in the marketplace and healing in people's homes. But he did it. Healing in the synagogue. Mark 1, 23 and Luke 13, verse 10. The last one I've got for you is he re-educated people about what the Sabbath was. Matthew 12, 1, Luke 6, 1 and Luke 6, 6. It talks about Jesus re-educating or trying to re-educate people about what the Sabbath was for. And we look at it and how many of us say, oh, I really struggle to take Sabbath time. I really struggle to rest. I've got children. I've got a busy life. I've got this going on. When actually Sabbath isn't necessarily about sitting down and putting your feet up. Sabbath isn't necessarily about sitting down and putting your feet up. Sabbath is a lifestyle. Sabbath is a change of mindset. Let me read to you from Isaiah 58 verses 6 to 9 from the message. And this is talking about fasting. But do you know what? It actually sums up a lot of what it is to Sabbath. It says this, this is the kind of fast day I'm after, to break the chains of injustice, to get rid of exploitation in the workplace, free the oppressed and cancel debts. That sounds a little bit like what we were talking about before, doesn't it? What I'm interested in is seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry, inviting the homeless poor into your homes, putting clothes on the shivering ill-clad, being available to your own families, Doing this and the lights will turn on. I need some lights turning on. And your lives will turn around at once. Who wants the lives to turn around? Your righteousness will pave a way. The God of glory will secure your passage. Who wants a clean way paved and God securing your way through? You're not getting stopped at customs here. God is sending you right through. It is passed through. There is nothing stopping you. 
then when you pray God will answer you'll call out for help and he'll say here I am I don't know about you but I want some more light in my life I want a path paved through for me to walk I want more of God and intimacy in my life and the way we do that is actually lifestyle and although that's talking about fasting it comes in line with what we've said already that actually Sabbath is about a lifestyle we see Jesus he doesn't just put his feet up he doesn't do any work he got in trouble for healing people on a Sabbath day because the Pharisees were saying you shouldn't be doing that that's work yet Jesus knew it was about lifestyle Jesus lived a different Sabbath and I'll tell you the reason why he did it because he took the time to slow down and focus on what was really important and if we look at what he did we'll suddenly discover what was really important and it's not so much about what we do and it's not so much about what we fill our time with But it's about doing it in a way that we don't hurry past what is important. It's about spending time and looking after ourselves. Jesus went to a solitary place to have time with God and to have time on himself. Yes, focus on you. Yes, put that time in. I'm not saying don't. But also this blessing that comes and this rest that comes from being with other people, from helping other people, from bringing healing to other people's lives. It's suddenly not actually burdensome to be a help to others. It's actually a blessing and it brings release and rest to you. It's about relationship. It's about teaching others and sharing the good news. I don't know about you, but there's always such a wonderful feeling when you can share some good news with people. It brings energy it brings excitement it brings joy so sabbath is not just about sitting down and putting your feet off and shutting the world out it can be at times sometimes we need that we need that space we need that time with god please don't hear me wrong but sabbath is also about being a blessing to others it's about bringing healing to other people's lives it's about sharing that good news that jesus loves them So let's have a little look at what this blessing is. We said that Sabbath was about a reminder, which we've talked about. And now we're moving on and looking at the blessing. And Jesus lived a different Sabbath, a different Sabbath than sometimes I think what we think it is. So how do we live Jesus's Sabbath? Let's have a look. And I'm going to say this again. It's about not hurrying past what is important. Sometimes we busy ourselves so much that we miss what's important. And I think this season of lockdown has helped many of us to see, well, what is actually really important? Don't lose those thoughts as we begin to get busy again. Don't let go of those things that you've realised that are important. Family, taking time, whatever it is. It could be many, many things. It could be a hobby that you've started to do that is a real blessing in your life. It could be a relationship that you've built up and spent more time in because you've been able to. Don't lose them as we begin to get busy again. Don't hurry past what's important. Dallas Willard says this, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. You've got to be brutal about it. Otherwise, hurry will take you over and take you on and you will miss what is around you. You will miss family. You will miss friends. You will miss opportunities because you are so busy moving on with what you're hurrying to do. You've got to ruthlessly eliminate it from your life and say, no, 
I am taking my time. I'm going to learn from Jesus. He took his time. He took the time to stop with the woman who was bleeding that Paul talked about last week. He was being hurried on for Jairus' daughter who was dying. Jairus would have been hurrying her on, desperate to move him on. Come on, my daughter is ill. Come on. And yet Jesus took the time to stop and talk to the woman with the issue of blood. And she was healed and restored because he took that time and he wasn't going to be hurried past it. Yet he was Sabbathing in that moment by taking the time for somebody in need. Jesus lived a different Sabbath. So I've got three things that we can do. Jesus lived a different Sabbath. He lived free and he lived refreshed. The Sabbath is about freedom. It's about creating space. It's about recognising chains and dealing with them. It's about creating opportunity and understanding. It's about taking time to rewire your thinking where the world has twisted it, where habits have been formed that aren't good and aren't healthy for you. Taking that time out so you can do that and that you can bring something of God into your life. Live free and live refreshed because you live a different Sabbath. Sometimes we can be so rushed in our Sabbath time. Maybe we take time with God to read our Bible and to pray, and yet we feel rushed in it because we've got to move on to the next thing that we've got to do. And yet God wants us to sit and talk to him in intimacy so that he can take the time to talk to you about opportunities, so he can take the time to talk to you about areas where he wants you to grow. And yet we hurry on through and tick it off our list. The next thing that we see Jesus doing with his different Sabbath is he lived generously. Sabbath is not only about giving to ourselves, but it's about giving to others as well. When it comes to ourselves, it's about making sure we're rested. It's about living in that blessing, that freedom. It's about feeling settled. Take the time to settle yourself. Don't be rushing and panicking about, are you settled in yourself? Are you settled in your life? If not, it's time to take some Sabbath time and to find that settling and that peace. For ourselves, it's about that depth of relationship with God. And depth only comes when we spend more time there. You know, living generously isn't just for ourselves, but it's for others as well. Be kind, be helpful, be outward focused, live for equality of other people. Make sure you champion them in their lives. Share the blessings and the gifts and the good news that you've got with those around us. Live generously with what God has given you. Let it flow out of you in abundance. It's not about it coming out of the dregs. That's why we talked about being generous with yourself first. Some of us are great at being generous with other people, but not with ourselves. So everything we then give comes out of the dregs of who we are and it drains us and it tires us. Yet, if we take Sabbath first and we're generous to ourselves and we sow into ourselves, then everything that comes out of us for others comes out of an overflow and we are still blessed because of what we give out. So live free and refreshed, live generously. And lastly, I want to conclude with this, live each opportunity. You know, don't get rigid in forced habits that you miss the opportunity. 
sometimes we're so stuck in how we live and how we behave and what we do and what we got in our mind that we were going to do this is my biggest challenge I will have a thought in my mind what a day is going to look like or what something's going to look like and I can so easily miss an opportunity from God because it doesn't fit into my plans and I know some of you aren't like that, some of you are the total opposite extreme, but for those of you who are, don't get so rigid in your plans and in your how you live your life that you miss the opportunity to help and serve someone else. Be connected with God. Bring healing to other people's lives. Be willing and ready to help set others free. And look to share the good news and the revelation of who God is. God sent his son Jesus to die on a cross. He loves you with an immeasurable love that he raised him from the dead. He paved a way like we talked about in Isaiah so that there is a way for you through to the Father for forgiveness, for healing, for mercy, that you can have forgiveness of sins, that you can say, I want to live my life and be a Christian and walk that path and have eternal life. And if that's you this morning, this is your opportunity. There is opportunity right now for you to say yes I want to I want to be a Christian I want to know what it is to follow Jesus and all you have to do if you're listening on church online is click that button if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube go across to our website and fill the form in take the opportunity now it may not fit into what you've thought for today it may not fit into what you're thinking but God is opening an opportunity for you right now to know that he loves you and to know that there's forgiveness for your sins and that he wants relationship with you don't miss it and for the rest of us don't miss the opportunities that God provides you know many of us are desperate to get back to normality but you know maybe maybe we rush it too hard maybe we push too hard and we miss the opportunity that we have in this season to reach out to people in a different way, to love people in a different way, to connect with people in a different way. Don't miss the opportunity just because you don't like the season that you're in. Don't hurry through it too fast and miss the opportunity to walk with someone else in their sorrow or their difficulty because they're walking the same path as you. To be able to share the good news with them, don't hurry through opportunities that God has created for us to reach places that we would never have reached otherwise. It's about being reminded of who God is and the blessing that we have. You know, many of us will say, well, I'm just too busy to Sabbath. Do you know what? We're too busy not to Sabbath. And especially as things begin to gear up again, we are too busy not to spend that time focusing on ourselves and making sure that in ourselves we are healthy and whole, but also giving of ourselves to others where there is so much need in our communities, where there is so much need in our workplaces, where there are so many people who need to hear that good news. And yet we want to rush on from the opportunity because we've got something to do. Take a moment take a moment don't hurry through the opportunities don't hurry through that time because God could be calling you and in that calling of you you miss it because you've rushed on too quickly we're too busy not to sabbath and we're too busy not to sabbath not just for ourselves but for all of those others who are in desperate need for you 
to connect with them, for you to love them and for you to walk with them in their season. Don't miss that opportunity. Don't hurry past the things that are really important. And if you're not sure what those really important things are, ask God to speak to you and show you.